Hi, and welcome to this episode of our podcast, In One Ear and Out the Other, brought to you by Anexa Vets. I'm Emma Franklin, one of the vets from Anexa, and today I'm going to talk to you about some of the animal health issues that can arise when the usual milker on your dairy farm goes on holidays, and so there's other relief staff on board. Now, if you've been listening to our podcast over the last few months, you'll know that I usually talk to one of our other vets so that I can pick their brains about their special area of interest or expertise. But today, I'm quite excited that I'm mixing things up a little bit. And instead of talking to another vet, I'm talking with an experienced dairy farmer because who better to talk about getting things organized for a relief milker than a farmer themselves? So let me introduce you to Sam Owen. Hi, Sam. Hi Emma, how are you? Good, thank you. Now Sam is an operations manager of two dairy units and a dry stock unit here around Walton near Matamata, correct? That's correct. And as part of that, Sam is overseeing staff, organising all of the relief requirements on those dairy farms. But before taking over that job, you've been working in the dairy industry for how long? Around uh, about 20 years. Right, okay. So you've got a bit of experience and that's going right from employee dairy labourer, right through to share milker and probably everything in between, I would guess? Yes, that's right. Every step of the ladder all the way through. Okay, perfect. So that's why I've asked Sam to talk to me today so that I can pick his brain so that we can try and give you some um, ideas and tips and tricks around preparing for your time off farm because we know how important it is that a dairy farmer gets a break from farming. Like it's a, it's a really stressful industry and we all need to be able to get time off and switch off while we're away from the farm. Yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, just recharge the batteries and uh, clear the head so you can come back refreshed and uh, back into the system to uh, start work again. Yeah, absolutely. Now, from my point of view as a vet, I immediately think about the cows and disease issues and mastitis and any animal health problems. But actually, there's an awful lot more to leaving your farm in the hands of a relief milker than that. So that's why I want Sam to talk me through some of the steps that he would take if he was employing a relief milker. So where do you want to start, Sam? The start at the start. So actually booking some time off for yourself or one of your staff and engaging the services of a relief milker. Okay. So first of all, although relief staff can be hard to find, finding someone with the experience you need to run that system or that position. So if you have an assist, you need someone who's capable of changing uh, cups in the shed and maybe washing down or maybe getting one of the herds in. If you're looking for someone who's a bit more experienced for sole charge, who has to run the whole ship while you uh, take your well-earned break, there's two different categories there. So you have to suit your needs with the needs of a relief milker, not just getting someone to just turn the machines on in the morning. Absolutely. And so that's a kind of a bit of clarity from your point of view of what you need to employ and then being able to communicate with the person that you might be taking on to make sure that their capabilities match your requirements, I guess. Yeah, and also match your expectations. So yeah, addressing the relief milkers' needs as well with them coming on farm is critical. Yeah, and I think I suppose with everything that the more red tape or paperwork or boxes there are to be ticked, then the more organized you can be in advance of that means that there's not going to be any surprises right on the point of when you're trying to get away. Yeah, definitely for both parties. So I find that um, familiarizing the relief milker with your system, perhaps doing a trial milking or two just before you go away and having uh, procedures and clear, uh, clear maps for those relief milkers to find paddocks or to operate a system or some water systems are key to having at least 
stressful break for you and having your relief marker on the front foot when they walk into the shed. Right, so you've mentioned maps and I'm I'm quite a visual person. So if somebody is telling me something and I'm just listening to it, I'm far less likely to remember the detail than if I can actually look and see something written down at the same time as I'm hearing those instructions. So having your maps in the dairy, so on the wall or in the dairy diary, as well as your written instructions for a variety of things. So what sort of things will you have written down for your relief milker? What sort of... Uh, cheat sheets or SOPs or protocols will you have written down? So um, SOPs just that are standard in our sheds and on the farms are how to operate the plant, turn it on, any little um, hiccups that are common like a liner splitting or some of the vacuum uh, falling off on one of the cups. Um, having an SOP in place for the water pump just for basic maintenance if uh, there's a water leak. Just familiarising your um, relief milker with your specific farm vehicles and making sure they can operate them in a safe manner. And I think probably, maybe I'm just a little bit cynical, I have been accused of that in the past, but actually you said about having a trial milking, maybe making sure that somebody shows you that they're capable of operating the machinery because sometimes people either just want to please or they just want to get the job and they might over-promise and under-deliver. So making sure that people are really capable that you can leave them safely operating your equipment is probably important. Yeah, the last thing you need when you go away is someone trying to fake it before they make it. So make sure you're happy with their competency before you go away. Yep. Um, and then so the next step for us is once you've familiarized them with the system is make sure you've got plenty of open communication lines. So um, having um your relief milk having access to possibly your your levno or your halo system to monitor your water and milk so they can keep their mind at ease as well as your own and possibly you might want to let them access your farm source app to watch your cell count and pickup times mm -hmm. um, making it easier for them to fit within the milking windows by possibly adapting your milking windows right away is a good one yep yep so they've just got a little bit more wriggle room in terms of time they have to be finished before the tanker is going to turn up, for example. Yeah, so they're not rushing things. And when you're rushing things, especially if you're new to a system, that's where the mistakes creep in. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Good. Keep the stress as low as possible for those people so that things are more likely to go smoothly. Yep, yep. definitely. Okay. So, um, and, and, and you have to realize that you're going away for a, a break, but also making sure that, that relief milker hasn't been um, burning the candle at both ends or possibly even um, milking for a long period of time and they're quite fatigued as well so that's something what we try and do is check in on our relief milkers to see how they're coping because at the end of the day if you have to come back for maybe a milking or two just to give them a rest over a long period perhaps you might be away for two or three weeks um, that can sometimes pay dividends to just help them give them a pep before they they go back into the shed again okay so you're i guess then you could probably just think of it instead of you having an entire two-week break then you've got two one-week breaks where you might come home for 24 hours check in on the system, give those guys a bit of time off and downtime and just regroup and catch up and make sure that everything is going okay. Yeah, definitely, especially when you're taking um, time off over summer. You have um, have weather changes quite rapidly, so pasture growth might be uh, minimal or, or has gone backwards or alternatively on a positive side of things, uh, it might have rained. That also, would be nice, wouldn't it? That, that, that would be nice for everybody. <laughs> and also you've got possibly crops and... Um, possibly want to um, integrate some of the mineral changes through uh, some of the water or feed. So that's the next thing that we look for is making sure 
that that relief milker knows what the schedules are for milking. So if it's once a day or three and two or ten and seven or twice a day, what those what that system is it is laid down and in place before you leave, and they know that system. And from a cow point of view, I would say that making sure those changes, if there are any changes to milking schedules, that those changes have been put in place in plenty of time before you go away so that the cows get used to the new system. You don't want to do it to the cows, yourself or the relief milker to switch to once a day or to three and two just before you go away. And there's suddenly a, a spike in bulk tank somatic cell count, which is just going to be a real stress for everybody. Yes. Yep. So then... Once you've familiarized yourself, you're then going down and looking at what's going to be happening on those days, specific days those people are milking. Um, so it could be that each day the dose tron needs to be filled up or the water needs to be checked or the water levels need to be checked. What is going in the way of feed and how much area is being offered? So paddocks, sizes, and if... Um, there's um, anything that needs to be um, allotted each day, e.g. crops. And so then from that point of view, once you've got that sorted and, and your relief milker knows the routine, you're moving into that more of monitoring the animals while you're away for any signs of ill health. Right. And you mentioned earlier on that you can set them up with some access to the app so they're able to monitor things like cell count, for example, or bulk tank cell count but you also really want to make sure that whoever is going to be in the shed has the capability and confidence to pick up things that just don't seem right so whether that's picking up a cow with mastitis or picking up a lame cow one ideally they should be able to recognize it so you need to have that conversation in advance to see can they identify when a cow isn't well but also then having a plan in place that if they do identify something what's their next step are they happy with a treatment plan do they know what the treatment protocol is on your farm or is it a case that you would rather be phoned and okay any treatment decisions before something is implemented or is it a case that in your list of important phone numbers on your dairy wall the vets are there and they just know right they just ring the vets straight away yeah so what we try and do um historically is we leave a cheap cell phone at the cow shed and pre-program all the not emergency numbers, but the numbers the relief milker might need. I mean, you can go to Noel Leeming or JB Hi-Fi and get a $40 phone with some credit on it. And um, sometimes you might give the Wi-Fi password to your residents just in case people need it. But yeah, definitely your vets have to be on that list, your electricians, your milking machine guys, just so it gives you peace of mind that if something goes wrong and you can't get back to fix it, someone who knows your farm or your property or your herd can help you out. So I mean... Having a treatment plan in place should be um, protocol anyway, and having a, um, a vet clinic that knows your needs and has your um, prescribed drugs list for your animals. But also using your phone as a camera and FaceTiming. So if there's an issue with an animal that, that you might um, want to see or the relief milker might want a double or a second opinion on, that's quite a good tool too because it saves you the travel coming back from your holiday just to have a look and just to put over the relief staff's mind at ease or your mind at ease. Yeah, well, they do say a picture paints a thousand words, don't they? So it's it's exactly that, being able to see what's in front of them so that you're having that clear communication. I feel like I keep going back to clear communication, but really that is the, the key message that ties together all of those points, I think, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Communication and in different forms, like you said before, you know, you might be a more visual learner or you might be a more... Um, 
you might listen and, and absorb it better or you might just have to uh, read it on a piece of paper but make making sure there's plenty of lines of communication and if you've got to take a phone call for half an hour a day at your beach holiday and you have to come back every day to make sure things are, are sorted and you're also having a relaxing holiday and it's being paid for by the animals um, while you're away, it's, it, it makes life a lot easier. Fantastic. Let's talk a little bit about the animal health side of things. So what sort of systems do you have in place when you're going away to make sure that either if you've got any animals already under withholding time, so they've already been under treatment or they're still under treatment or trying to make sure that if animals are sick while you're away that they get the treatment that's required and you're not going to end up with any nasty surprises when you come back. So we religiously run a second herd and have a specified area for those animals. Uh, we reinforce that uh, the animals are properly marked and they're run in at the end with um, no contact with the other animals. So really following the dairy and Z, Mrs. T, the mark, record, separate, treat yep. system. Yep. yep. There's really no benefit to taking shortcuts. No, and we also um, uh, ensure that those cows are milked once the back of the vet has been turned off because that puts everybody's mind at ease, um, even if some of those cows are not in withholding. It's still not a, a done thing and a practice done on our farms where we milk ill cows into the bulk silo. Excellent. You shouldn't be doing that anyway. No, no. Any unwell animals should be out yeah. of supply. Yeah. And so we have clear outlines for people when they turn up on farm where those animals are kept. And if there is cows under withholding or are being treated, we always extend that um, withholding pattern by another 48 hours just because if there are a difference in um, people reading the calendar or possibly the way they've been milked, that 48 hours then allows a little bit of leeway just in case there are any hiccups. Perfect, because it's always better to be safe than sorry. Mm-hmm, that's for Brilliant. sure. Brilliant. Anything else that you think you'd like to add, Sam, that would be some nuggets of information for the people listening out there getting ready for their summer holidays? I think it is, it's, it is fundamental to have a break, but it is just as key to have a break where you are rested. And we've all been in that position, whether you're in year one or year 50 of working on a dairy farm, that you get a call, something's gone wrong while, while you're having some time off. So trying to implement things that, A, lessen the stress of having a relief milk on a farm because every farmer believes that no one can do it as good as them. Absolutely. And <laughs> also having the realisation that we were all there once, we were all relief milking or, or at the level where we took charge of the farm for the first time and that we didn't do it perfect either. So having that mindset of things will happen. It happens when you're home milking cows. It'll happen when the relief milker is milking cows. Yeah, I have several cliches going through my head as I'm listening to you talk. One is if you fail to prepare, you're prepared to fail. So it's having those preparations in place. And the other is it's not about how you get into trouble. It's how you get yourself out of it. So again, it's having that plan of, okay, sometimes things go wrong. But how do we deal with it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, um, you plan for the worst and hope for the best. And no one ever wants the worst to happen. But if you have those plans in place, it'll be a lot less stressful to come back to than, than not. Brilliant. Which means that the whole point of the holiday, which was, you know, to recharge and rejuvenate and come back refreshed, you've actually been able to do. You've succeeded and you've caught some snapper and you've come home 
uh, with a bit of a suntan. And giving your vet some snapper too, hopefully. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Lovely. Look, we'll leave it there, Sam. Thank you so much for talking to me today and talking through some of the practical tips that you can offer people when preparing for a relief milker. So it's being prepared, having those systems in place, talking with the relief milker before you go away, making sure that they know what the expectations are for your farm and that you understand what their expectations are as well. And then having written protocols and making things just a bit easy so that things can happen while you're away. And if everything goes perfectly well then that's brilliant but if there are any hiccups or glitches in the system everybody knows how they can deal with them yes definitely how they can remedy those issues that's that's the number one thing if you've got problems how they get remedied a without you losing too much sleep and b also having the people on your books or on the phone numbers to help remedy that as quick as possible fantastic well, thanks again for listening to this episode of our podcast, In One Ear and Out the Other. If you want to listen to our other episodes from the last few months, then you can find those from our website, so at anexa.co.nz, or wherever it is you get your podcast. If you have anything that you would like us to talk about, then feel free to get in contact with us through our website. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you.